Hello and thank you for tuning into the Young and Anointed podcast. This is a place for deep conversations about mindset, stewardship, and the development of a relentless pursuit of your passions. This podcast is a Sky Media production, and we hope that you enjoy the show. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, or wherever you're listening to the podcast. Um, my name is Martel Fletcher, and I appreciate you for being here. This is episode number 49 of the Young and Anointed podcast. Actually, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, this is episode number 50. We are officially on episode number 50 of the Young and Anointed podcast. I'm here as always with Karen Hubbard Eloison is Queen K. Good morning, good morning, good morning, or whenever you choose to listen to this. I'm so glad that you are here. Good morning, Martel. Nice hairdo. Why, thank you. I'm going to get them redone for my birthday. But oh, I'm nice. well, thank you. <laughs> birthday's coming up. We got we got a couple birthdays coming up. Mine and yours. <laughs> very true. That's very true. I mean, what I'm going to do. I do this every year where I'm like not sure what I want to do and I plan it like the week before, but it's fine. We're going to figure this out. Hey, um, un- unrelated to the podcast, The Tonight Show. Think about it. Think about it. New York, on your birthday, we have, we can get tickets right now. But um, <laughs> back to <laughs> this thing. <laughs> So um, this is episode number 15. It's November 16th. Happy November, everybody. Um, This episode is about the details. The details. So the other day, I tweeted something. And it it came about because of some conversations that I had previously and some difficulties that that I was having. Um, And I thought, you know, after tweeting this thing, I'm like, you know what, let's just go ahead and Let's go ahead and break this thing down on the podcast. Might as well. Might as well. (laughs) This week says, life in general, I think is pretty straightforward. But I pray that God helps you with the details. Mm -hmm. The details. So what I mean by that was, um, so life, if, if we think about life's situations logically, a lot of things can be, you know, just explained away as, you know, Black and white, A, B, and C, straightforward. A lot of stuff just seems kind of simple when you are, you know, on the surface, logically. So, like, we take it, everybody's got the same sort of template for life. You're going to be, you're going to, two people are going to come together. They're going to have a child, okay? You, okay. You're you going to be that child, right? You come out, um, no matter if the, the two people are still there or not, you will be alive now. So, you're, you're, you're on this timeline. And what is guaranteed is that at some point you won't be on the timeline anymore. You're going to die at some point. Now, between the time that you start and the time that you finish, there's a couple things that you can do to live comfortably, logically. We think, okay, you gotta, you're going to grow up. You got to go do some sort of education um, just so you can get the basics of what you need to do to read and write and math and th- those kind of things like that. If you want to, uh, be able to pay for something that, you know, that, that money can buy. If you want something that money can buy, you need to have some way of earning money. Okay. So say you, you go get a job, 
great. Now you, you, you're in the, you, you're in the job market. You're, you're doing things. Um, say you, you feel lonely. You might want to find somebody to not be, or to be with you. You find somebody like a partner, uh, you get into a relationship, you find some friends, community, whatever you're going to grow, you grow up and you do all these things that are very, you know, straightforward and normal. And then you die. You finish off life. If you didn't, between the start and the end, if you didn't, you know, kill anybody or if you didn't rob anybody or do anything completely crazy, then you probably didn't have to end up in jail. If you don't want to end up in jail, then don't do a crime. Right? Simple. Straightforward things. But the details. We all know that everything ain't that simple. No, <laughs> it ain't no. straightforward. No. Like, Take a, take a relationship, for example. It's like you might be, you might have a situation where you've been with somebody for a minute and you, I mean, no, you've been with somebody for multiple years and you really love this person. You've been attached to them, but it comes a time where that person doesn't actually serve the purposes that they served when they, when you guys started the relationship or they no longer have no value to you. They've changed up or you've outgrown this person. Now what? The details. These are the details. Straightforward or from this logically, it would say, okay, you can stay with this person. And then when they no longer serve the purpose, you end it. But we know that it's not that easy. <laughs> you know that when it comes to that time when they're no longer serving the purpose or any purpose at all, or you've outgrown this person, now you have to figure out, okay, how am I going to deal with this situation? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How, how, because first, it's uncomfortable when you actually realize that you've outgrown the person Very. or that it's no longer working. Yep. So there's that. <laughs> that's part of the details. And then the second part of the details is, OK, so now what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? Are you going to just completely you're just going to keep dealing with this thing or are you going to let them go or what? Because, you know, if you let them go, this is going to be a very uncomfortable uh, conversation that might have to be had if mm. you want to do it, you know well <laughs> some people take the ghost route but you know if you've been dealing with somebody for multiple years it's going to come up and they're going to come back if you try to ghost them so these are the details how do we deal with the details i said something to Marcel yesterday um and i said the devil is in the details right i think that relatively Life in itself is simple, but the process and the act, the verb of living is the difficult part. Um, and I, I think that depending on the facts that you ground yourself in will determine like, you know, what's details or minutia to you versus somebody else where that's just like simple to them. And I like that you brought up the relationship part because it gets really complicated when it's like, crap, I've outgrown you. That's the details, right? And I, I think that that can apply to like almost any situation in life. And for example, I was talking to um, Martell yesterday about forgiveness and I'm excited to get into that. So uh, I think it's kind of a paradoxical statement, big word, sorry. It's kind of a contradictory statement to say something like life is simple, but living is complex. What do you think about that? Um, no, I think, I think it's on point, but explain why it's contradictory. I think it's contradictory because like people, I feel like in general, you take a look at life and living, right? If you take a look at those two words, it's like, okay, well, what's, what's the difference, right? Mm -hmm. I think that 
for me, I approach life as the summation of all events and taking it down to like the, the mere facts. The fact is that I was born and I will die, right? If we just wash it down to the just two simple facts, like the facts of life is that you're born and then you die. <laughs> and, it's, and it's like yep. taking a look at your life in the in the span of human existence. It's like a flame that went out really quickly. And not to say that like, you know, my life is meaningless, but to say that if you just boil it down to the facts, the details and how you deal with them, people make it a life or death situation. In some cases, the details can be a life or death situation, but thinking thinking about how you navigate the details, that's what forms you into who you are, how you make decision, decisions, how you mold your perspectives into lessons and how you weigh them with the grand facts of life. So something that I started doing, mm -hmm. I forgot to tell you this, but something that I started doing is um, not living like I'm dying, but literally living like I'm gonna die tomorrow. If I'm going to die tomorrow, is this as serious as I'm making it? Nine yeah. times out of 10, the answer is no. And I hate I hate to be so morbid with it, but sincerely, death is a fact. So it's it's important that you get relative. It's, it was important for me that I get really relative um, with that fact very quickly so that I could start living. And it's, it's so interesting that as soon as I got relative with the fact that I'm going to die, I started living more. I started being more present. I started being more intentional and I started being more forgiving with myself. If that makes sense. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 And see, that's, those are things that I think are the details. Like that's, mm -hmm. that's straight up the details. Mm -hmm. It's not mm -hmm. something that's going to be, um, it's not something that you necessarily know you have to deal with, like forgiveness, like, it's not something that, you know, from the beginning, someone tells your parent walks up to you in elementary school and says, all right, so at some point, you're going to have to be able to forgive somebody. Because <laughs> chances are you won't until that situation comes up. Yeah. When that situation yeah. comes up, then you have to deal with it as it comes. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I definitely want to touch on is I think the details are really what makes you, what shapes you. Yeah. Because without the details, without your individual uh success, failure, adversity, whatever, without those things, then you don't have the opportunity to react and you don't have the opportunity to, to grow. Like, mm -hmm. I think each, each obstacle or each new situation gives you the opportunity to decide how you will think about it. Mm -hmm. It will help you to, I think it gives you the opportunity to shape your perspective around that kind of situation. Because mm -hmm. if you never went into a situation similar to, you know, whatever it is that it, that you might be coming, you, you might be faced with, until you come into that situation, you can't really develop a real perspective on it. It's like me talking about giving child, I mean, giving uh, a birth to a child and I've never done it. <laughs> I don't I plan don't to ever do it. You personally will ever <laughs> I, I mean i can read about it all day i can hear stories from moms as much as i want but i won't really be able to have the same experience or be able to have the real perspective of a person doing it because i won't do it and so but these things make up who you are i think we've talked about this before it's like so 
when you when when something comes up, how you're going to react or how you're going to deal with it um, is going to determine who you are. So like if I let's give an example here. So say, oh, actually, let's 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 just make it real, real world. So over this past year and a half, I've been doing this whole entrepreneurship thing. Right. And you learn all this stuff. You you get really good at certain things and things go well. So, you know, logically, you, you listen to all the good advice. It says work hard. It says, you know, do A, B and C to get uh, Y and you'll be good. But the details of it is, OK, so I might work. I might work really hard. But. Wait a minute. What about balance? <laughs> <laughs> oh. that's something they're not going to tell you about in these entrepreneurship books they're not they're not telling you about balance they're telling you about how to get to the bag they're telling you about how to you know strategize but there is a point there is a point where you can go work and if you don't like it if you don't enjoy life if you don't enjoy your days or your weeks then work gets harder i think work doesn't become hard unless until you don't like it <laughs> Like, if that makes sense, like, I feel like work isn't hard because, and I don't know if we're still on the topic, but I just want to give this, just to, just to give some context to what I just said right there. When I was at Michigan State working with um, Spartan Vision, so I was working on the Spartan All Access show, I was directing the in-house shows for all the different sports inside of the Breslin and inside the Jenison Fieldhouse, and um, I would go to this place every single day if the I, I pretty much lived in the breslin so i had an apartment but i probably i spent more time in the breslin than i did at my own apartment <laughs> and i was it's not like i was getting paid like an extreme amount it was literally i think it was like 9 50 and then when i was a like junior it went up to like 10 10 an hour but i was spending wow every single day at this place and i had a cap on my hours of 29 hours but i just wouldn't log the extra 40 hours that i was spending at this place because i was there on the weekends as well and it wasn't a thing where i was waking up like oh man okay, i gotta grind i gotta go get this stuff done i gotta go work i gotta go learn but i was just so passionate so enthusiastic and interested in becoming the best uh video editor and live director that I could possibly be that I was showing up every single day trying to learn something new taking on any project that they would possibly give me in their faces asking questions every single day simply because I wanted to now if you zoom out and you look at it you might say okay that guy is working harder than everybody that guy that guy right there he is a hard worker he's in here before everybody else and he <laughs> He sneaks his way in here every day to get here before everybody else and leaves after everybody else. He does here. He's going home to study what he did while he was there. This guy is working harder than everybody else. There's no doubt about it. But I'm not sitting there thinking about how hard I'm working. I'm just doing it. In the process, I'm becoming better with every single situation, every single day. I'm getting better every single every single week. I felt like every project I was getting better at something. And that just made me want to go to the next thing. And so 
during that process, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was working hard, but on the surface, you might think that I was actually, you know, working hard. But now we flip it to this situation right here. I'm waking up, I'm building out the schedule for the day and I'm not enjoying any part of it. So the work became hard. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Then I have to get, I have to figure out okay what's going on now mm-hmm. I'm lost it was just straightforward go before mm-hmm. now and then I got to a situation where I'm trying to figure out okay what am I doing why do I feel like this I'm doing what I'm supposed to do right I'm just mm-hmm. working and getting things done but mm-hmm. this sucks <laughs> this sucks yeah. And you listen to, I mean, shoot, I don't listen to nothing motivational. I swear. I, I do not listen to nothing motivational <laughs> when you're in this in this space because the the common, you know, and wisdom is just work. Just keep working. Just and if you if you feel like you've worked hard, work harder. And that's how you get to the the pinnacle of success. <laughs> but the fact is. With that, there's no balance in it. And it's hard to be persistent. It's hard to keep going when you don't, when in no part of it, you take time for something that you enjoy or you're even doing anything that you enjoy. Passion versus, you know, willing yourself to do something is way different than being so passionate that you just do it automatically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Completely different yeah. yeah. And these are the details. These are the details. I think that something, a, a detail that I see in the in the testimony that you just shared is that you were working hard because you wanted to grow. You wanted to grow. You wanted to be good at your craft. You wanted to be the best at your craft. Um, and I think that a detail that I've seen in your story just now, at least a small piece of it, um, is that you don't have to you don't have to burn yourself out to outwork your own potential. You just have to be consistent. Mm. that's a that's a detail and i think that people you i think that you think that you have to work tirelessly sun up to sun down to be able to be great at something when that's really i think that's the foundation i I think you're at um a really good precipice that's going to help you determine moving forward how do you actually create balance but still keep the same progress and that's when you implement systems and i know that you've already been reading about systems and how to close and things of that nature. But I think it's important to understand that burnout doesn't produce anything. It only produces fatigue. That's it. That That is literally it. And within the details, it's, it's really important to understand that you don't have to burn yourself out to grow. You just have to be uncomfortable, not exhausted, but uncomfortable. And uncomfortability looks a little bit different for everybody in the sense that, okay, are you learning something new every day? Are you are you um, ensuring that you're staying consistent with your habits, the habits that are going to lead to growth in this specific area? And I think that when you really zoom in and look at the details, that it's really in just showing up every day and being consistent and curious, not overworking to the point where you're burning yourself out. That's it would become not fun for anybody if you zoom out and take a look at um, I say this about you, but I'm sure there are other people who have the same story and testimony. 
if you zoom out and really take a look at how you're, you've not been enjoying a process, if you've decided that something is your passion and you've decided that you want to build something out, up, yes, it's going to take discipline. Yes, there's going to be some days where you cry through it. Yes, there's going to be some days you don't feel like it. But if in general you're not enjoying the process, something is broken. Something is broken if you're not enjoying the process. So I think it's important, this specific detail, is that you don't have to outwork yourself to grow. You just have to be uncomfortable. And I, I learned that the hard way because I was similar to Martel over here, um, <laughs> overloading myself to over capacity. Like I was over, overly booking myself. I was overly. The definition of a tryhard. Yes. <laughs> yes. I if you look in the dictionary, you will definitely see my face. And it's not, mm. it's not because like, you know, I wanted people to see me this way. I just sincerely thought that the way to be great was to have a booked calendar. And I mean, booked to the max of where I don't even have time for myself. And mm. if you don't spend time with yourself, you'll lose yourself. That's another detail too. If you lack the ability to look yourself in the mirror and really reflect um, and show yourself love and constructive criticism, right? Constructive criticism. Um, that's a problem. That's a problem. And I think what's interesting about entrepreneurship, too, is like, yes, the, the business and the system go hand in hand, but you are the system, right? As an entrepreneur, you are the system. So if you're not developing yourself, your business isn't going to grow either. And I noticed that I didn't really have any substantial, like notable growth in my business until I really dug in and started to work on myself, personally developing myself which would help me look at my business differently, which would change my perspective about who my actual audience is because your audience isn't everybody. Um, and it, it made me think differently about taking care of my vessel because if I am my business, right? And this is honestly with anything, I know we're drawing the parallel of entrepreneurship, but if you are your business or you are your craft or for you with your career or your kids, if you don't take care of yourself, that thing is going to automatically die. You are breeding death when you don't take the time to take care of something. The natural state of a garden has weeds. You have to take the time to pluck those things out or they're going to keep regrowing. If anybody has any sort of lawn that they, they take care of, you pull up a weed. You know that's not it. That's not going to help. You have to pull up the weed. You have to pull up the root. You have to spray it with Roundup or whatever else that you use. And then you have to continue to do that. Otherwise, they're going to keep growing back. You have to keep plucking and pulling from the root and then treating the area so that the same thing doesn't keep coming back because it probably will. It's grass. It's going to keep growing weeds. The same thing with the human mind, the same thing with the human mentality, the same thing with your habits. You have to be committed, not fatigued. And I think Martel and I are both learning this the hard way because it's not, it's not something that is immediate, right? It's something that over time you kind of look back and you're like, I have not been enjoying this. <laughs> like, like, it's just like, mm, there's, there's something off here. And it, it takes, it takes zooming out to be like, I must, I must change something probably. It's like you, you, cause me, I think when, when that thought comes up, if I'm not enjoying this, it's like, I know that I can't persevere. I know I can't be as consistent. I can't stay in it long enough if I feel like this for too long, <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm going, I'm not going to be able to continue at a certain point. I'm good now, but I don't, I won't be able to keep going. 
if this is what it's like. And I won't want to keep going. So let me just make this real plain. I thought about, so if you have, let's just think about you are on, you're, you're, you go outside and you're going to go on a trail. Like say you like to go running or you like to, you know, go for walks, right? So there's the trail. You're at point A. This is the starting line of that trail. And point B, draw a straight line between point A and point B. You're at point A and point B is the end of the trail. The end of the trail is the end of life. The straight line through it is life. Okay. You draw a straight line. So you start at point A and you start walking. You start walking. It rains. Detail. That's a detail. Now you have to figure out, okay, so it's raining. I don't like being wet. I didn't prepare for this. What am I going to do now? That's your first situation where you have to deal with something and you have to figure out, okay, how can I, how am I going to navigate this? You can one, you can stop. You can stop. <laughs> you can stop and try to go back, but you won't be able to do that. <laughs> you can you can go to the side or something and figure, you know, maybe hide under a tree or whatever. But either way, you're going to have to deal with this situation. It's here now and, it, and it's you're going to have to deal with it. It's going to pass. You know, you keep in mind that the thing is going to pass, but it's a detail that's right here and right now. So you've got the opportunity now with this detail this new situation um you can decide okay i'm gonna figure out how to build a umbrella from this stick and these leaves you build yourself an umbrella so now the next time you come up you you come into some rain on the on this straight line you know that you can use this umbrella because now this is a thing that you've gone through before okay you keep you continue down this path and then you ran run into a situation where you you see on this path there's like Four other paths. There's, no, there are like 20 other paths that you can go down. They all say, this will get you to the point B <laughs> where you're trying to go. Now you you are in you are in the middle of another detail. You got to figure out, okay, are you gonna go down this other path? Or your map says keep going straight. But now you've got all these other ones, and they all say that they're gonna get you to where you're trying to go. Now what you gonna do? You gotta figure that stuff out. So say, and then, and now imagine that like on this path, you've got a million other things and it's not straight and it's looped curved. It goes backwards, forward, sideways and in zigzags before you get to point B. <laughs> that's life and that's the, those are the details. That is life. And I'm so sorry nobody ever told you that it was going to be this, this, this interesting. It's definitely oh, yeah. interesting. And I, I say that because the word interesting is composed of the words <laughs> wild ride, bad, hard, heart wrenching, heartbreaking. It's composed of a lot of things, but I think it's all about your perspective. And that's the cool part. That's, when you take a look at the details and you form your own perspective or out, or outlook on it, that's when you've mastered the details. But the devil is also in the details. The devil is also oh, yeah. in the details in, in the sense that you can get so lost over the details. So much so that you'll stop working towards the goal that you said for yourself. You'll stop communicating with an open heart like you used to. You'll stop 
really emphasizing the ability to learn from your mistakes or even learn from the things that happen around you because there's a lesson in everything. I sincerely believe there is a lesson in absolutely everything. And the teacher teachers in life aren't just the official people that we make our mentors or teachers. It's also the things that we go through. I think that trauma and and torment can also be a teacher, but it's it's all about your perspective and how you frame it. So master master really taking apart the details and becoming almost like a surgeon of the details. You have to take it apart. You have to take it apart because like there is something of value. There is something living here. There is something that you should really approach with care because it could mean saving your life depending on how you look at it. Um, even if it's not a life or death situation, you may need that certain perspective to be able to handle another issue later on in life. So it's important that you do the best with all your wherewithal and a certain cir circumstance, excuse me, to be able to look at something and take away what was meant for you to take away. And sometimes it's not immediate. Sometimes you have to be patient. Sometimes you have to keep going back to that same thing and learn the same lesson or kind of learn the same lesson just with a couple more subcontexts that you didn't really see or apply or think about before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You went to college. You thought it was just going to be four years. You were going to take all your classes, take all your quizzes, turn in your homework and graduate on time. But <laughs> your grandma got sick and you needed to take care of her. Yeah. Or you found uh, Larry and got pregnant or A, B, C, D, E, F, G all happened at the same time. And, now you got to deal with these things. What now? That's the question. So like, I, I, let, let, let's transition a little bit to what now, okay? So you come, you, you're faced with the detail, this new detail. What now? So you, you, you said it, you said it a second ago, but let me just go ahead and put it into, you know, the biblical perspective, because you know, this is the Young Anointed Podcast. James 1, 2 through, two through 9, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind, the person who should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position. Let's break that down. So faith produces perseverance. Now, you are dealing with a detail. <laughs> We're going to call problems. We're going to call success. We're going to call all sort of any sort of situation or or new thing that is not that 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 will that you have to deal with in between point A and point B, point B being whatever goal or the, the end point that you think you're going to get to anything that comes between A and B that makes you have to decide something. This is a detail. OK. So faith produces perseverance. Why is perseverance important? So you come in, you come in contact with a new detail, right? Toe to toe. He, he, he's looking, he's looking mean too, right? You got a new detail and he's really trying to take you out. Why not just stop? 
it sounds dumb. It's kind of it, it seems like a dumb question, like when when you say it out loud. But a lot of people, I feel like some people stop, and they don't realize that they've stopped because they think that they've done something that um, you know they just decided something else. Um, I feel like conformity is the same as quitting. So if you have an, an end game, I think, I mean, if you have an end game or a goal that you're trying to get to and you decide to just stop doing that thing and then do what everybody else is doing, you've essentially quit. And we talked about this a little bit, or I talked about it a little bit, uh, maybe two episodes ago, and we're going to, we're going to really dive into, into quitting, but just stopping means you can't, you can't possibly get to the goal you can't possibly get to the end game and you also don't become any better by quitting so yep. learning how to deal with that situation it's raining now what am i going to do i don't like to be wet it's uncomfortable i need to figure out how i can develop some sort of umbrella now you've got a new learning you've got you've become wiser you've gained more understanding and now you can deal with situations similar to that better perseverance you have to move forward because when you move forward you grow now mature and complete let perseverance finish its work so that you may become so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything now, like i was just saying on that way these details come up when you deal with each detail as it is don't you know you don't try to avoid it you can't most of, i mean you just pretty much you can't avoid details. They're, they're going to come regardless, no matter who you are, no matter what you're doing. If you, if you live life, if you breathe, you're going to have details. And so like we were just talking about, these details help to build you. And if you, if you go back to what we've talked about before in this podcast, everybody's here for a reason. Everybody's here with a purpose. And so to get to where you're supposed to get to, to be the person that you're supposed to be, you have to learn how to deal with these situations because the way you are now is great. I mean, shoot, you, you're, you're all, you might be awesome on point, but mm -hmm. to be the person you were created to be, you're going to have to go through some stuff because you're not as wise as you're supposed to be. You don't understand as many things as you're supposed to know, and you aren't fully developed. So these details help you to gain that development to be complete and not lacking anything. Believe in that doubt. Scroll down a little bit. It will be given to you, but when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. So let's talk about, we, we've talked about, you know, being lukewarm a little bit, but doubting wavering being like the wave of the sea and you being tossed left and right by the wind um this is similar to the people who they have a goal they have that they have that b they have that end game um but then as soon as a detail comes up they turn the end game which is b to c okay so now you got it you starting over the path okay so imagine like this if, this, if we have a straight line B is next, or B is the goal, C is next to B. And it's because B, because C is now not in the same direct path as as, as B was, now you have a little bit longer to go. <laughs> uh -huh. Chances are you got to start over. And so you get onto that road, and silly you, silly you, <laughs> 
you thought you could avoid details, but there's going to be details on every path that you try to go down. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to get to C now and another detail comes up. You decide I'm going to go to D. OK, now you got to start over and try again. You go down D's path. You find out there's another detail. OK, now you go to F, G, H and every other letter in the alphabet until you just get to the point where you can't go anymore. You've switched routes so many times that you've not made progress in anything. You've never gotten to any, you've never gotten to the goal. You've never gotten to the end game. You've just, can't, you've kind of just existed because you never stayed with anything. Jeez. <laughs> you've been tossed, you've been blown, you've been like the wind and you've never gotten to where you were supposed to get to. Yeah. Details are going to come up either way. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to mature and grow? Are you going to persevere? Or are you going to be tossed and thrown off course, switch courses, <laughs> and then never really develop to the person that you're supposed to be? Ooh. Believers <laughs> in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position. Look, I like to think of it like this. If I'm every success, failure, or adversity, detail, I need to just think of it objectively. So like I, if I, if I step back, okay, I'm dealing with this thing right now. What can I do to make the most of it? Whether this be COVID-19, whether this be, I just, you know, hit my goal, but now I have to, now, now I've got another goal and I'm trying to keep moving forward. What do I need to do in this, in this situation with this detail? so that I can keep moving forward. Take pride in their, in, in their high position. We've got a high position because when you can stand, when you can be, am I using the right word? Is it objective? That's so funny. I was just thinking that. I'm pretty sure it's objective. I'll correct you if it's subjective, but I'm pretty sure it's objective. Okay. So it, when you can be objective about the situation, you have a power, you have a position of authority that most people will never have. Most people get too much emotional about certain situations. If you come up with a detail, then and, and you get too emotional in it, then you're you're stuck. You really can't decide what the best option is because you're just going to react. So if you haven't gone through it before, then your reaction might not be what you want. It might not get you to where you're trying to go. But when you can step back and look at it, you have a position of power because you can figure the thing out. So perfect example, I, like I was saying, I was just going, 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 going. And I'm like, what am I doing? You get to a point where you're just like, okay, I don't even know what, I'm doing a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> and I'm not directly, um, I don't know, th- this isn't this isn't enjoyable. I don't feel good about all of this stuff. Like you might be doing good stuff, but you don't feel good doing it. It's like, it's not making you, it's not making you better. You don't feel fulfilled by it or anything like that. I stop, I step back. I take a look and see, okay, what's happening here? What is the day looking like? What What about this thing do I not like? What would make this thing better? If I can't figure out the answer to my to my problem, who can I talk to? Because something's got to give. <laughs> I can't stay here. This is not a situation that I've dealt with before. And someone might have gone through this thing before that knows more about it than, than me. Someone might have gone through this detail before me. 
So, and I'm sure in the history of the world, someone's gone through something that you think you're going through that's unique to you. Something's, somebody's gone through something similar to it. What detail is it? Okay, I figure out what this detail is. Let me go get, let me go phone a friend. <laughs> hey, yo, queen, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, a, B, and C is going on, and I, I really just don't know what's happening here. And so you phone a friend, you figure out what's going on, you strategize, you come back, you figure, you, you, you really sit and meditate on the situation and what you can do and how you can be, grow from it instead of being, you know, burdened by it or, or having this thing take you out. <laughs> that position is a powerful spot to be in because the thing is, I can't be stopped because I don't look at certain situations as against me. There is no situation. I, I don't think, you know, I think it's really dangerous when you hear a person who's like, man, the world is just against me. The universe is just against me and everything is, you know, coming Ooh. at me. I think you're taking, I think you have to, when you, when you take that position, you're taking it too personal. Mm -hmm. Step back. Mm -hmm. What's going on? And how can it work for you? And I think that's how we got to think about these details in life. Karen? I think that's so essential to like remember that you are in power. And that sounds... It sounds crazy if you're not looking at it correctly. I think that because we are made in God's image that we do possess a perspective that you can elevate to in order to look at a certain situation. So I think that everything that you said was correct. And I think it's just all about getting relative with the facts and understanding that like the details is where you can get lost. Um, so like the devil's in the details, but also destiny is in the details as well. Who you're called to be is pronounced by how you view certain life events. For example, I was telling Martel yesterday that um, I didn't die in a, a car crash, right? I almost got into a car crash and I didn't die. And I spent so much time dwelling on the fact that I almost died from a car crash, that I couldn't see that I didn't die from a car crash. It's all about perspective. How are you looking at the situation? Are you groveling about it? Or are you taking a look at the blessings? Yes, it was annoying that I got into almost a traffic jam in a car that was not my own, that I was already annoyed about certain damage on, right? But I didn't die. And sometimes you have to just, you just have to humble yourself back to the simple fact that you didn't die. Um, because sometimes situations will get so dark and so unreasonably evil that there is nothing else that you can cling to. But because you found something to cling to, that's what makes that light inside of you brighter. That's what helps you really cling to the I'm made in God's image verse, sincerely. If you can find the light in anything, sometimes it takes a minute for the light to come on, but there is light in everything. Everything eventually in the rear view mirror of life will turn into a blessing. I sincerely believe that. And if you've listened to any episode at all, you can tell I've been through quite a few things already at 23, soon to be 24. And 
the only thing that's honestly kept my, not my heart beating, but just my spirit vibrant is that there is a lesson in everything. And I was meant to pull that out, dissect it, and then give it to somebody else. It's not all about me. This may have happened to me, but it's not all about me. Um, and I, I choose to not be a victim of the things that I've been through. Um, even though some horrible things have been done to me, um, I choose to reshape them into perspective. Because had I not gone through those things, I wouldn't be able to help other people who are in the same situation that um, need the light that I have. So that is what I think. Boom. Thank so, you for that, Karen. I think it's that time. It is that time. All righty. So the words of wisdom for this episode today are, we cannot fully appreciate the light without the shadows. Oh. Hit us one more time. <laughs> the words of wisdom are, we cannot fully appreciate the light without the shadows. Jeez. So what you're telling me is, if it's been dark, if all I know is is, is darkness, then, I, then, then there's, I have nothing to compare the darkness to. As soon as I get a hint of light and I can see where I'm trying to go, I don't have to stumble and stub my toe on everything. I can, you know, navigate around these different paths because I can see now I have something to compare the darkness to and I can fully appreciate, man, it is great to be able to see. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. Wow. You just look at your perspective. You just pulled the, the lesson right out of that. That was beautiful. That's exactly what I meant. But, well, perfect. Thank you. And y'all already know what it is. This has been episode number 50 of the Young and Anointed podcast. I'm your boy, Martel. And I'm Karen Hubbard, as well, otherwise known as Queen K. We hope that y'all have a fantastic week and we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.